Welcome to Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a coach and champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. The Mums on Cloud9 podcast aims to inspire mums to progress their career in the Salesforce sector from starting out to climbing the career ladder. We provide top tips and insight on how to succeed in your career and overcome adversity that many women can face in the workplace. During this episode, I'm talking about the notion of flexible working and whether flexibility is currently working for you. Many mothers strive for flexible working practices, but what does that really mean? And does it really enable us to have the life that we want and need? In the wake of the pandemic, we've certainly seen the rise of the great resignation because many people have been reassessing what they really want from work and want to change the balance they have and desire more flexibility. It was interesting when I saw a post from Ariana Huffington and she did this poll on LinkedIn and it was completed by over 62,000 respondents. And the question was, are you rethinking your job choice right now in the wake of the great resignation? Of those that responded, 55% were job searching or had just quit in pursuit of something else. That's over half of those people. And so it really has triggered that notion of we can do more and companies are having to respond to that. Companies are having to up their game and are retaining or attracting talent by offering more flexible choices. The problem is, are companies getting it right? Are companies offering the flexibility that parents or other people want who look for flexibility? If we think about mothers, for example, Many women look for flexibility as they want to support their kids through school and manage related household and childcare responsibilities. They also want time out to look after their own health and well-being. So, for example, they might need to drop off and pick up um, and then be able to crack on with work in the evening. They might want to take out that Thursday afternoon to watch their child in a school sports match. Or they might want to fit that workout in when their kids are at school. So quite often this can mean working staggered hours or part-time hours because they want to juggle their work and life goals. Because quite simply, if you're working five days a week, nine till five when the kids are in school, it's pretty hard to carve everything else out, particularly if you're a single parent um, or you're juggling things. So I've certainly resonated with this. I've chopped and changed my flexible working pattern to get it right because doing it one way doesn't mean it's the right way and you might need to try some different things and we'll talk about the different options you've got but what is important to bear in mind is if you are a woman who is thinking about flexibility please don't feel that you have to work in a lower skilled job if you want to work flexibly please don't think that a company is doing you a favor by offering you flexibility in in some cases I've known women accept a lower pay or work harder like work five days still for four days because they feel the company is doing them a favor and for those well-paid roles that demand more they should honor flexibility as well because actually if you're a high achiever you need to work hard and play hard in order to perform if you work all hours you're going to burn out and actually when you're in a a more senior role you need to get that balance right too so all roles need to honor flexibility to make sure that you are the head that the optimum of your game so women should be able to thrive in their work and in life and at any level of the career ladder and to be able to have that uh, sort of juggling act there shouldn't be a nine to five rule book. For some people, that might be absolutely what they want because maybe that for them is flexible. For other people, they might want to work nine till three 
and then some hours in the evening because that works better for them. And that's why it's so important that good employers really understand what the general need is of their of their employees and what kind of flexible policies they can put into place. And why I say this is so important is quite often as a representative of super mums, when I go out and talk to employers and I talk about super mums, they immediately assume a mother's want part-time work and they want it remote. Immediately that's what comes into their head and I'm like, actually, no, that's not the case. Now I'm going to give some examples here based on three polls that I did with people in the flexible working group hosted by Katie Fridman. So when I asked about what does flexibility mean to them in order of priority, number one was remote working. Number two was remote and flexible hours. Number three was flexible hours. Number four was hybrid working. And number five was part-time hours. So actually people were quite happy to work 40 hours a week, but they wanted it remote, number one on the list. Whereas for remote and flexible hours was number two. So part-time hours is actually number five. It was much lower down the list. So employers shouldn't assume what people are looking for. Equally, I asked about, though, for those seeking flexibility, I asked about their earning aspirations. And it was actually really good to see that the belief was changing, that 50% of those that completed the poll wanted to earn the same and work remotely. Like They felt that they would be valued. What is interesting is those employees that feel that if you're working from home, you should be paid less, right? That there's a, you know, an aspect there, but actually you've got your own desk, your own energy you're paying for, you know, everything is in the workplace. For some offices, it can be cheaper not to have, for some employers, sorry, it can be cheaper not to have an office. So you've got to think about, you know, what the value is you're giving to the company, what that company is saving, and don't feel like you should be working for less by working flexibly. 25% felt that they wanted to earn the same or more by working flexibly. And, you know, 16% wanted to earn the same, but to have more flexibility in their working pattern. They wanted those options. Now, quite a lot of talk has been had about this four-day working week that is started predominantly in Europe. There's in the UK now, several companies are going through a trial of a four-day working week. Now, it's interesting about whether this works for your company or not. I can hear some Salesforce consultancies say, well, we bill by the hour, right? So immediately, that is a difficult situation because it means that if you bill by the hour, you are suddenly losing less performance from employees by working a four-day week. But it might mean that you get more billable hours in a four-day week. So when I spoke to a Salesforce consultancy who had trialed a four-day working week or had employees actually who worked four days working week, they said they got more billable hours out of that person during four days than they would get out of some of their five-day-a-week colleagues because they performed more effectively in those four days. So it's a really interesting pilot to look at thinking about a four-day working week and when I did a poll on this interestingly enough 75% of the people in this group said they would like to work in this way whereas the remainder would prefer some level of flexibility over five or more days to deliver their work that they are doing now. Many of them majority felt that they could deliver the same level of performance of work that they were doing in five days within the four days they weren't asking to reduce their workload they felt that they could deliver the same level of work in those four days so having those conversations trialing different things checking what people want is really important and i think more than ever that agenda is changing because employers are now having to 
consider flexible working policies to attract and retain people and to avoid this great resignation trend that we are seeing, which hasn't gone away. We're still at the peak of the, the wave. And people who need flexibility, whether it's mothers or other parents, etc., are feeling confident in their ability to ask for this. Certainly in the UK, you can ask for a flexible working policy. What is important when you ask for flexible working policy is that it does work for both sides. You have to take into account where you work, what the type of work is that you do, and whether it can produce the same outcomes for the time that you're requesting. And obviously salary may increase or decrease depending on what it is that you are proposing. Now, some of the types of flexible working that employees could request and companies could offer are job share roles, where two people do one job and split the hours between them. Um, you could work from home um, rather than in the office or maybe have a hybrid function opportunity. You might work part-time hours, so um, working less hours over full-time hours. You do, could be compressed hours, so maybe you work full-time hours, like 40 hours a week, but you do that over fewer days. You do that over four days rather than five. You could have flexi time, which is where the employee chooses when to start and end work, but works between certain core hours. So maybe they might work from eight till four or nine till five or 10 till six, depending on what they want to do. Or they could have annualized hours. So the employee has to work a certain number of hours over the year, but they might have some flexibility about when they work. Um, there might be some core hours there, for example, but then they might be able to flexibly do it beyond that. Uh, there might be staggered hours. So the employee has different start and finish break times from other workers. Um, and then finally, there could be a phased retirement. Default retirement age has been phased out and older workers can choose when they want to retire. And this can re mean reducing their hours or part-time hours as they decide to move out of the company. So there are a range of different flexible working policies that are available in the UK, obviously in different countries, different states. You might have different ones. You would need to have a look into those and to see what's possible and to work with your company on coming up with a solution that you know might be generic across the board or might be more nuanced and that they give different people different options. Generally, HR departments will have to work with comfortable policy that is fair for everybody in some way or others. But, you know, what I've been delighted to see, and I say that very, you know, in a very happy place, is that companies are changing the way they work and traditional corporate companies who I had spoken to before the pandemic, who were very rigid and said, we can only have people on site five days a week, yada, yada, are now completely rewriting the opportunities because they have seen that it is possible to work more remotely. And that is one of the things, positive things, dare I say it, that the pandemic has given us. These companies are seeing that there is a new way of working and that people have more options and they are offering the opportunities for people to work staggered hours, to um, work more remotely, to work part-time, to work seasonal contracts even. That's something that I didn't mention above. And so don't be scared of asking. Don't be scared of asking for what you need and want that will work for you and see if the company will offer it. People are desperate to hire talent. And if you bring the right skills and opportunity to the table, sell yourself first, and then they'll bend over backwards to bring you in. Don't ask about flexibility first. You have to sell yourself. They have to love you. And they're going to go, we want you. What is it you need? And then let's provide that. What is important, however, is that flexible working has to work for you. And the company has to make 
considered effort to get it right for everybody. There are some things where it can go wrong. And so what I want you to be really aware of is some of these areas that you've got to put and, and sort of put focus on to make sure that flexible working energizes you and makes you know does work out for you. So number one, working remotely from home could mean you end up working more hours as you don't have the boundaries of working in the office and leaving the office. It was interesting, a poll that was on LinkedIn recently by Shella Brand, she asked, are you now working more or fewer hours working remotely? And out of the 205 responses, 61% claimed they'd worked more hours now, with only 29% saying the same and 10% saying fewer. And that's not good. That's not really what we want, right? We want people to be working more optimum, less hours potentially working remotely, you know, getting the job done because you're perhaps less distracted from that chit chat in the office. Um, you know, you're kind of able to focus down, you're able to juggle things around it. You, you've got to put in place those boundaries and that capacity to walk away from that computer and to step back from it. So it's really important as a human, as an individual, you've got to manage your flexibility and hold yourself to that. Don't work over the hours. So number two, being contracted part-time means you could still be working over your hours to get work done, but you're still not getting but you're still getting paid for part-time hours. What are the reasons for this? You know, I don't want to hear you saying, well, you know, I still do five days a week equivalent, even though they only pay me four. Why are you doing that? What is not working? Something is not working in your role if you are not performing within the time that you have. You either need to delegate something, you need to work smarter, you need to reduce what you are doing. You need to, again, hold your boundaries. Assess, assess, assess. What is it about why it's not working? Because if people as part of this four-day working week trial are making it work, they're seeing that they can achieve the same results in four days as opposed to five, what is it that you're not doing? It's very easy for us to be self-critical, blame it on the company, maybe is about the company, but you're the one responsible for managing your hours and what you're doing within that. So yes, you might need to delegate some of that. Maybe you need another team member, or maybe it's just that you're not optimizing your own performance because you're mulling around. So one of the exercises you need to do is start to write down everything you're doing and getting really clear on what are you spending your time on and is it achieving outcomes? We talk about outcomes in this situation with flexibility. Are you achieving your outcomes for the time that you've got? If you're not, then you need to rewrite that a little bit. And that's where I've always believed in the power of coaching. Have a coach work with you. If you can't figure out it yourself, be coachable. Have somebody work with you. Don't jump to immediate conclusions. Number three issue is, are you one of those people that always say yes or feels guilty because you don't want to let people down? Again, it's about boundaries, about you setting that aspect. Is it that you've got this never-ending to-do list and you always feel like you've never, you know, you never get into the end of it, you've always got more to do? Are your deadlines not realistic? Do you feel responsible to get things done? Um, maybe it's about improving your time management and planning. Again, that's maybe about having a coach work with you. It's about self-managing yourself, holding yourself accountable and not over-committing to things and being able to push back. So again, flexibility will only work if you can honour these different things to yourself and, and sort of be mindful of these things. And I've always believed in, you know, investing in coaching to help me do that, you know, rather than just moaning, right, and accepting it. It's kind of like, okay, I wanted this, I need this. How do I achieve it? 
It could also be like a bit of onus on the company though. And sometimes you might need to give feedback to the company. Again, don't sit in this situation of going, oh, this is not working for me and getting frustrated internally. Like feed this back to the company. If you're working remotely, this could result in a feeling of isolation or exclusion if the company hasn't addressed an inclusive working culture. So particularly if a company has gone fully remote or has hybrid working practices, the company needs to ensure that it has inclusive working culture so everybody feels included in events, in conversations. You don't want to feel like you're missing out on a promotion or team activities because you're working remotely. And so one, take responsibility for getting involved in things, you know, feel like, you know, you're getting involved in things that are offered to you. Two, if you don't feel like the company is being inclusive enough, raise that. But rather than just make a complaint, put some suggestions across about what they could do differently. And so you're kind of being productive on that um, and ask them to sort of address that a little bit. And if you are, of course, concerned that people are getting promoted who are in the office as opposed to out, flag that as a concern. How is it fair? How are people rated and ranked? You know, really kind of be mindful about that. And then the final thing, number five, is if parents work full time, full time, five days a week, it can be very demanding on their life to manage all the related responsibilities they have. And it can lead to burnout and survival mode if you don't get the right support network and mindset in place. So again, I'm not saying you, you know, maybe you do have to work five days a week. If you can do that remotely, maybe that will help you. But look after yourself as part of that because if you're working full time not looking after yourself you will lead to burnout again you need to make sure you have the right support network in place whether that's a nanny a housekeeper again a mentor or a coach to energize you get you focused and get you accountable to certain things if you are facing that burnout yourself it doesn't mean you can't do five days a week it is possible with the right mindset and and support network so make sure flexible working is working for you shift it if not that might not mean necessarily shifting the hours it might mean shifting your mindset your boundaries your responsibilities to actually achieve what you set out to achieve so for women self-management self-belief self-leadership are key to achieving true flexible working and we want to be able to tackle those risks of it not working about those five areas that we've just talked about. And employers have that responsibility to make sure that that is possible for people too. You know, so it's about co-designing a solution that is going to work for everybody. And you've got to be in your power to manage your boundaries, to plan your time, to maintain your commitments, to help you achieve your goals as a mother, a father, as a carer, depending on your need for flexibility. Now, at Supermums, we're obviously very passionate about this. We have two agendas to tackling this. Um, we reach out to many people, you know, who are looking for more flexibility because the Salesforce ecosystem certainly does offer more flexible working patterns within many of the companies, partly because it's a cloud computing solution. It can be done remotely. And so we do upskill people in admin skills, Salesforce admin skills, which is a foundation course and help them you know, step into that new career, which many people say has changed their life, you know, and that's the power of our courses. It really helps them change their life for the better. And alongside the technical skills, we also give them those coaching skills to get that balance right and to achieve their personal and professional goals. 
The second angle is about making sure that we work with employers as part of our leveling up campaign to help them put in place the policies to attract and support and retain women. They understand how they need to support women in the workplace. And so we do that also. So you can find out more about all of this on our website at supermums.org. I hope this has given you food for thought, you know, about what flexible working means to you, what you need to put in place and how you can then really live out that dream of being a mum on cloud nine. That's what we're all about. And I'd love to hear from you. If you've got any comments, please do reach out to us. Um, If you like the show today, please do rate and review it on iTunes or Spotify. Um, We'd love to hear your thoughts. And um, if you want to find out more about our Parents Flex Up campaign, then please do visit our website and learn more about the opportunities to step into this new career choice that could change your life forever too. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care. Bye.